Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Steph Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to all the shit I've learned abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. Hey, this is episode number 50. Is that a pivotal number or no it's not but we can pretend it is okay i mean i thought it was 50s, 50s I, there i guess it'll be 52 will be the big one yeah i mean if this were an anniversary sure but 52 will be our official one year uh, fine i'll hold off till then okay yeah um and how many weeks now are we in lockdown no oh, i stopped six? counting a couple weeks ago six i mean yeah it's hard to keep up i know over in the uk we've just uh Officially gone into another three weeks of government lockdown. Yep, they've just announced another four weeks here in Australia. Awesome. So we're all we're all in the same boat. Yep, we're all um, in the house party. Woo! Having a great time. I've seen um, a lot of my couple friends. I I've, I'm feeling for you guys. I feel for my friends with kids as well. But here's my here's my thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you are with children as well, it gives you a distraction from your partner, yeah. right? Like you guys got shit to do. You have mm-hmm. children to take care of. Yeah. When it's just a couple, I'm finding a lot of my friends are telling me they're doing a lot of arguing. Yeah. And, I, uh, I'm running away as soon as all this is over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, as soon as I'm allowed out of the house, I am out yeah. of the house. Because <laughs> yeah, you and you and Andrew are cooped up together. I'm I'm on my own, and I gotta say, I'm I'm still. You know, people are, have said to me like, oh, "Are you not getting lonely? And are you missing the company of people?" I'm like, no. I mean, does that make me like a grumpy old lady that likes my own company? Probably. I'm not. Nah, that makes you an independent woman. Yeah, exactly. But um, but no, I'm really feeling for the couples. I, I feel like a lot of my couple friends, they're bickering a lot. They're tearing each other's hair out. But what I've seen, so I don't know if this is a thing in Australia, but in the UK, people are doing these like 
therapy couples cards Mm -hmm. so the whole idea is to like you draw cards and it's like what are your three favorite things about your partner or what was the first thing uh so and so said to you when you met and it's supposed to just I don't know bring you guys together a bit Mm -hmm. and I mean do you know obviously you know the cards I'm talking about because yeah 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 I got I got a whole bunch of them yeah, so I feel like me, Steph, you as well, and probably a lot of the people listening who love to travel, we're all missing traveling right now. Yes. I mean, I haven't been anywhere since February, which I know that doesn't seem like a long time, but I'm usually like getting out of the country every mm-hmm. six weeks, eight weeks. I mean, travel was all of our first true loves, probably. I mean, I love the cheesiness of it and the cliche, but it's true. I mean, I love travel more than men. What about you? Oh, 100%. I love most things more than men, let's be honest. Men so, doesn't even like make my top 10 loves in life. So let's, let's scrap let's scrap the travel the couple therapy and let's have some travel therapy. Yes. So what we've done, Steph and I thought this would be fun. We've taken the couple's therapy cards, but we're we're changing it into as if the couple is us and traveling. Yes. So we're going to draw some of these cards. Well, Steph, you have the cards. Yes, I ordered them for this week's episode. So I've got my little basket here. I'm mixing them all up. And yeah, I I hope I don't like stutter here as I try to change them in real time. (laughs) Yeah. So this will all make sense, I think, once we start reading them out, because maybe it sounds a bit confusing now. But um, so Steph. Okay. Draw the first card. We got to talk about this. We need okay. to talk about our, our, our missing of traveling right now. <laughs> okay. I'm mixing the cards up. Okay. What is something about travel that you had to learn, grow to love? It didn't come instantly. Ooh. Okay. You go first. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to have to go with the whole being outside my comfort zone thing. Like I think back to when you and I first traveled to London together back Mm -hmm. in 2010 and it's funny because we were originally supposed to go to India and you know just logistically it didn't work out so we went to Europe and I think back and I'm like if I had gone if we'd gone to India on that trip I probably would have been terrified like yeah I would have been overwhelmed it would have been so different like I really I'm glad we went to Europe everything happened as it was supposed to but you know I really had to build I had to get confidence in myself I needed tons of like little winds traveling um just confidence. it's like taking yeah taking baby steps right because as you said something yes. is going somewhere like India that's a massive culture shock mm-hmm. to two Canadian girls and I'm with you on that I feel like it probably would have been a bit overwhelming um, yeah. Considering I I had never left the country really either. I'd been to the U.S. I think I'd been to like the Dominican Republic, uh, maybe a couple. Oh, I went to Australia as well, but nothing yeah. that would massively shock shock my system. Yeah, I think by the time I backpacked India, I did like a little solo trip through India in 2015. I had really built a lot of that up. I mean, diving headfirst in India that is just it's overwhelming to think about, even having done it. Right. So you yeah. feel like you've grown a lot. Yeah. What about you? Uh, what is something you've had to learn or grow to love? It's kind of similar, um, but mine is more around the social aspect of traveling. So most people don't even realize this about me, but I'm I'm usually actually quite shy mm-hmm. and I have a hard time speaking to people that I don't know. Once okay. once I open up and once people get to know me, obviously, Steph, I've known you for years. Yeah. I, you know, I've got a very extroverted personality, but I would actually say I'm more, I'm much more of an introvert. 
Mm-hmm. I'm what they call an extroverted introvert where I can I can adapt to situations where I'm, you know, around people, but I actually recharge um when I'm on my own. I prefer my own company, which is probably why I'm doing so well in uh in lockdown. I feel like a lot of people in this time are learning whether they're introverts or extroverts. Mm-hmm. Um but so for me, especially traveling solo, just having it's not even the courage to go up and speak to people, but feeling like I should make more of an effort because again, I feel like I'm quite content being on my own. But the one thing I love about traveling is the social aspect and meeting different people Mm -hmm. from different walks of life. And so over time, I really had to force myself just to get involved, whether I was staying at a hostel, um, you know, or just going out to like pubs or bars and just speaking to people. Yeah. Um, And I try to do more of that now. I'll try to incorporate that into my solo travels or even, I mean, it's easier if you're traveling with someone. I know Steph, when you and I have always traveled together, we always speak to people. We always, um, you know, end up making friends. But when you're on your own, whether it's, whether it's because you're nervous about it or you just don't want to, like sometimes I don't, again, I don't really feel like I need to speak to people, but then I remind myself, I'm like, no, 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 this is part of it. Yeah. This is part of the experience make more of an effort. So I feel like that's been my biggest thing. Um, whereas when I, the first couple solo trips I did alone, I very much just sort of reclused into my own little bubble mm-hmm. unless people spoke to me. I didn't really make the effort. So I think too, even I'm just thinking back to times when we've traveled together and you're right. It's very not like me. I love people. I'm a big extrovert. Like I, I love approaching people. I love when people approach me. And I feel like mm. that makes it really natural. Like people do. I even had a friend recently yeah. say to me, they're like, every time we go out, people just talk to you. Like that doesn't happen to me. And I feel like because she's a bit more like you, which would make it harder because then it's like you're you're having to make even more of an effort. Like it's not. Well, just I would. For me, I don't think it's not people that don't come talk to me. I get approached mm-hmm. like I get spoken to, but it's me making the effort going out of my comfort zone and making the first. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Because what I'm saying is it's not, I don't mind if people speak to me, but I also don't mind if they don't. And I don't mind if I'm on my own. Yeah. I think that's the difference. And that's what I mean, where I can adapt in a situation if people come and approach me and I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm fine with that. But I'm also just as easily fine not speaking to people. But that's where yeah. I can sometimes get into this little hole, especially traveling, traveling on my own, where I just end up spending all my time on my own. I'm like, oh, wait, I missed out on such a great part of traveling, which is meeting people. I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that is something. You just have to make it, well, I guess it's making it just more of like a habit, right? Yeah. And this, that's what I mean. I have to think about it more when I'm on my own. Because again, I'm totally fine with just sitting at a bar when I'm traveling on my by myself, having a couple drinks, like maybe talking to the bartender or whatever. But I don't really care if I'm with people. So I have to make more of an effort. What's funny about me when you're saying that is because me when I travel since I work remotely I always often have my laptop and my phone and I'm working um so a lot of times when I go out for lunch or dinner when I'm alone I set up and it's funny because I find it's very different in different places but I usually get approached a lot and people are like oh what are you doing why are you working alone da 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 and I it actually bothers me a little bit if I don't interact with someone during 
while I'm out? Like, I'm like, oh, and I start thinking about it. I'm like, do I look like I'm unapproachable? Do I, like, am I putting off a vibe? Like, I don't want to talk to people. Um, So it actually bothers me a little bit if I don't have those interactions with people. Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm saying. We're Mm. different in that respect. So it bothers me when I look back on a trip I've done where I didn't make the effort and I'm like, oh, fuck. Or it comes to the end of the trip and I realize, like, I didn't meet anyone new. So <laughs> ready for the All next, right, one? next one. Okay. What is one thing that you would like to change about traveling? <laughs> okay. Ooh, should I go first? Yes, you go first. I, oh, this isn't so much for me. Okay. I, I feel like traveling, I just wish it was a lot more accessible and affordable. Yeah. For people. Yeah. Because I feel like not everyone gets to experience, and Steph and I have always talked about this, like we're very privileged to be able to travel as much as we do and uh, have yep. gone to some of the amazing places that we've been to, but not everyone can do that. And I wish, you know, traveling is, it's an expensive hobby. It's, it's not, you know, a lot of people can't just like hop on a plane and go off to another country and I just wish everyone could I wish it was cheaper for everyone I wish because I feel like the world would then be a lot more accepting of each other and I know this is going down some deep like it's true I know where you're going and it's true yeah and that's that's how I feel well I think traveling when you meet the more people you meet the more cultures you encounter the more empathy you have for humans in general you start taking Mm. them out of the boxes you put them in and they just become humans and it does when you think that way the world is a better place. Yeah. I wish I wish yeah, traveling was just um just kind of the norm for everyone, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. First people like you and me, Steph, it's it's normal. It's normal for me to be hopping on a plane every six, eight weeks going somewhere. Um and I wish it could be the yeah. norm for everyone else because I do, I do feel like we would all get on as people. Oh, I feel like today you are a much better person than I cuz I almost had the same answer, but for very different reasons. Okay, but what was your to answer? To tie on to yours, I think I'd also let, like to add on to that. Just I would love to change, like if everyone in the world had the same visa restrictions. Like you and I, you mm. we both have Canadian passports. You have a UK one. I have an Irish one. I'm about to have an Australian one. Like we don't generally, other than maybe paying money for a visa, have to worry about can we go somewhere. Yeah. Um. Whereas people do. So I wish we could remove restrictions for people all around the world that don't even have that freedom. That is not what my answer was, though. Oh, it's not. Okay. What's what's your actual answer? Well, mine was also financial, but I was just thinking more like so I could splurge sometimes. Like I'm usually when I travel backpacking style, my budget is thirty five dollars a day. Um, And that's for everything like accommodations, food, entertainment, all of it. Um, but there's definitely times where I would love to just like ball out, like get a mm. banging hotel room and just, you know, have one of those luxury. I never really have luxury experiences. Right. Um, so I would love to do that sometime. I just can't like my mind still works in the way of like, yeah, but if I spend, you know, a thousand dollars to ball out for a night or two, I could go for two weeks somewhere else. So I wish sometimes it was cheaper, but you are a much more altruistic person right now. It's, it's fine. Well, it's finding the balance. And don't get me wrong. That goes through my head mm-hmm. all the time. I try to do a, a, like, again, a mix. It depends on the type of trip I'm doing. But sometimes I will if I'm going away, like for 
I don't know, two weeks or something and I'll do the hostel life for maybe like a week and a half and then I'll splurge a bit on something a little bit more luxury. Mm -hmm. Um, But also just depends which country I'm going to. If I'm going to a really cheap country, like uh, anywhere in like Eastern or Central Europe, Mm -hmm. where hotels are super cheap, I will, that's when I'll air quote splurge. But even that splurge, is not really that expensive. Yeah. So this is where I try to look at, like, where am I going? And I think we've said it before. You know, if, if you're looking to budget, but then also have maybe not a luxury holiday, but, you know, not like a, on a Scott Eddy level that we interviewed a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with, like, private jets and, you know, five-star hotels. But maybe start looking at the countries that you want to go to. I know this isn't me speaking to you, Steph. This is yeah. me speaking to <laughs> listeners. Um, and work out a budget on you know what how like how far is your dollar or your pound gonna go in say a place like city like paris france versus going somewhere in thailand yeah you know like the flight might be more expensive but where you're staying your accommodation you could spend literally pennies and stay in a a beautiful villa i know i'm just thinking more of the like when you're balling out and you you're so rich you don't even have to like well have to worry about that's it, it. Yeah. what you're saying is you don't even want to have to plan it think about it you want to be like i want to stay at this hotel i don't care how yeah. much it is here's my credit card done yeah yeah just throwing I mean, do- throwing money at people <laughs> well maybe you know speak to scott eddie a little bit more so he, <laughs> he can hook you up with some <laughs> um well and then the other one i had obviously just because i'm in australia and we're so you know in our own little bubble here in the world like we think of somewhere like i want to go to new zealand that's close that's still four and a half yeah. hours away um yeah it's just the accessibility piece physically like i would love to be able to go home and visit canada in two to three hours <laughs> Like, yeah, I'd be going home true. all the time. Like, um, and I think, obviously, we're building on this every day. We're seeing, <laughs> not right now, but they are yeah. launching new flights and we're getting there. I mean, it's going to get quicker as we get older. When I often try to envision, I'm like, what is going to happen when we're older that doesn't exist right now? And that may well be one of them. Like, three-hour flights to Canada from Australia. Boom. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. It could be. I feel like we're getting there, like you said. You know, why Why haven't, uh, what are they called? Transporters? Transporters? <laughs> yes. How, what, Star uh, Trek? are they going to be invented? Beam me up. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that would be ideal because I'm the type of person, I don't like going to an airport and having to oh. do all the faffing around when it comes to traveling. <laughs> like, I hate that part of it, which I'm sure most people do. I love but, um, airports. Yeah, but I'm, I don't mind the airport. I like the airport. It's just the bits in between, having to go through the security process, and yeah. all that all that stuff and mm-hmm. sitting on a, you know, if you booked with an airline with their planes are shitty, I, all that stuff. I would mm-hmm. skip all of that. And if we could just snap our fingers and be where we're going, then that yeah. would be ideal. So maybe, maybe when we're like 90 stuff. Okay. We'll two. go, we'll just transport to places together. That's how we'll travel. Yeah. Okay, Perfect. you ready? Next one? All right, next one. Okay. Yep. What is one thing you've done while traveling that you haven't told anyone about? <laughs> uh, okay, you go first. <laughs> I, I mean, I have, to. I'll just, ca- I, I have a lot of stuff I have done and I'm definitely not going to talk about them for the first <laughs> time on a podcast where we have thousands of listeners. Well, well, I have one in mind. Most of what's coming to mind for me, you actually already know because it's been you and I traveling together, but I don't want to say any of it. Um, I think, oh, okay, you go first yeah. and then I'll see what I come up with. Okay. I thought through of all the places I've been, whether on my own or with you, Steph, and I mean, there's just a lot of stories I definitely 100% cannot be telling. <laughs> But one thing uh, that came to mind. So I wasn't traveling yet, mm-hmm. but I my trip to Bali a few years ago. Yeah. So the reason I booked that uh-huh. was because I was very, very casually seeing a guy that I'd met off Tinder. Mm-hmm. And we'd hung out like twice. And he was he had said, oh, I'm going to Bali. And jokingly was like, you should come with me. And I booked a flight five <laughs> minutes later. And I said... <laughs> Well, I booked it, so I'm coming. And then we literally were planning this vacation together, which with some guy I barely know. Um, and then he had to cancel on me anyways. So he canceled. And thankfully, Ian, who we interviewed on uh, the yeah, podcast the other a week. weeks ago, he ended up coming with me instead, which was probably for the best. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I had booked a two-week vacation with a guy I met off a dating app like not that long before i'll tell you i have a girlfriend who did something very similar she booked a trip to mexico with a guy she barely knew off a dating app to a resort and they went together the two of them but she was texting me updates like she hated this guy while they were there and he (sighs) went he made the effort to do so many sweet things like every day something new showed up like roses in the room for them and Mm -hmm. but he was just getting so drunk like the one day when the roses were delivered he was like drunk and had vomited on the floor and was passed out (laughs) he's like roses to the door and she's like wow this is romance wow i mean yeah i thankfully didn't get that far with mine because again he canceled (laughs) it was like 
and and I did think I'm like, did he cancel because he also realized what a stupid idea this was? But mm. like, he genuinely said it was like some family stuff. We're like, we still talk to this day. We're kind of friendly. It's fine. But um, yeah, it was like looking back. It's funny because. There's all these photos of me and Ian together and having a great time and like literally no one except for Ian knew that it was actually a trip I booked with <laughs> random Tinder guy. <laughs> so I've never actually told anyone that before. So there you go. Oh, um, okay. So I guess for mine, mine's similar. So I basically went on a weekend away and I had met the guy for coffee before and we knew we got on, but same thing, online dating, went away and went camping in Joshua Tree National Park for a weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be honest, had an amazing time, California, epic, beautiful, like no complaints, but I've looked back and I listened to podcasts, like true crime podcasts, and I'm like, that's how people die. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) I mean, I love that both of our stories included traveling with men i, f- I feel like so knew. many people i mean that's that's the thing no one wants to talk to about travel because everyone wants to talk about the safety side and no one talks about like the spontaneous things everyone does do and you only hear mm-hmm. about it when it goes wrong when it goes right people don't tell that like yeah i didn't really know them like they don't tell you that detail yeah i think um steph we need to create another podcast where we have like <laughs> ghost readers and then we can tell some of the stories because again i mean it's steph i know stories about you and you know stories about me when we have traveled together and again we are not mentioning those on this podcast one of your stories came up on my facebook memories yesterday and i was just laughing i was like this is what did so i put good. it out in public no you didn't I- you didn't put it up it was a photo i took on the night of um oh. and the photo came up and i was like oh like it was a good memory but it is was... it a photo of me dancing yes. in dublin yes. with a ponytail <laughs> and there's a guy with a jacket yeah. yeah i know the photo and i know the night and we're gonna end it there <laughs> okay let's go on to the next one all right pick the next card let's go <laughs> moving you know- on swiftly you know who probably has some of the funniest stories about us it's my brother-in-law's mom (laughs) yeah because we stayed with her didn't we she knows all of our secrets if anybody wants to know all the secrets secret (laughs) stories of steph and i in dublin 10 years ago you can find barbara in a in a in In ireland yeah in dublin okay all right go on next card i've had enough of this conversation okay (laughs) What is one thing you missed most about traveling when you are not traveling? Oh, this is now. This is, this is, I never thought that I would be like held down and grounded from traveling. Mm-hmm. But that's how I feel now. What do I miss? Honestly, like it sounds, this is probably everybody's answer, but the freedom. Mm. Like I miss just being able to get up and go right now, whether it's on a plane or just outside of my flat. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, the, just the freedom of being able to do it. That's not really a good answer. Well, I know I've talked about this in a previous episode, but what I miss most is, and I struggle with this often to this day, is just not feeling so fierce of a human being anymore. Like when you're traveling, you're encountering Ooh. situations that, you know, they challenge who you are. They challenge what you're capable of. And you yes. really, you really become like this kind of Shira of a woman who can like take mm. on the world. And then when I'm not traveling, I just feel like this boring Betty. 
Like I don't right. feel because, like I'm an exciting human being. And it like, well, and I think we've we've talked about it before, where we, you know, it's almost part of our identity. And again, I know that sounds very like sort of privilegy and and yeah. cheesy, but when you, I mean, we do a, a travel podcast for God's sake, like traveling is part of our identity and it feels like part of that when you can't travel and that's where we are now I feel like part of my identity has been sort of ripped away from me and I think I said previously as well to add on when I was talking about the freedom to do it whenever I get anxious or stressed out um my instant like knee-jerk reaction is to book a flight somewhere and even if it's just a couple days away um somewhere else in Europe and this is a time during a global pandemic being locked inside where anxiety and stress levels start to build up a bit more yeah. and my knee-jerk reaction I can't do that now I mean thankfully knock on wood my stress levels and anxiety again because I'm a bit of an introvert I'm I'm handling it well yeah but I feel like over time three more weeks of this I might be like fuck I'm going crazy yeah and I can't just book a flight I can't just get out and go or get mm-hmm. up and go um yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of answers to this one, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I miss I missed experiencing new food and cultures and sightseeing and taking photos and meeting new people and Yes. Yeah, I miss the airplane wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, I just pulled one and this one makes me laugh so hard. Can I answer oh, okay, it first? We got- yes, go. <laughs> okay. Does your travel partner hold grudges or forgive easily? Who's your, am I the travel partner? So you would be my travel partner. And I'm going to say overall. This is an actual therapy session now. We we forgive easily because you and I have, we've, I mean, we definitely have our tiffs. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to this one night specifically. You and I were out in Brooklyn together in New York. And to be fair, to be fair, we started, we started, we did. We planned this whole day in Brooklyn. We were staying in Manhattan. So we're like, okay, we're going to head to Brooklyn. We're going to spend, do everything. So we started with like a boozy brunch at 10 a.m. And then we went to the Brooklyn Brewery. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then we were at a country bar. How we got you to a country bar still blows my mind. Oh, I, my friend Vince had recommended that bar. Yeah. It was like a line. It was super fun. <laughs> So, but basically we were drinking from 10 in the morning until three in the morning and not a healthy recipe. I mean, for anything in life. <laughs> um, nope. and it probably was about what? 10, nine, maybe even earlier, like eight. Um, you and I got in a big blowout. Like we were fighting, we were yelling <laughs> at each other and it was funny because other people in the bar at that point knew we were best friends. And do you remember the it other, was, pe- the other yes. people being like, you guys stop your best friends. <laughs> <laughs> That was such a sloppy. I we were sitting up at the bar, like I get quite yelly, especially yeah. after I've had drinks. Like I'm just funny because I don't. <laughs> yeah, but we were both just like screaming at each other, sitting up at the bar, and the bartender was like looking at us, like, "What's happening?" And then yeah, our two friends, Stephen and I can't remember the other girl's name. I mean, we just met them in the bar that night, and they yeah. were trying to like like be like the moderators in this and they were like we don't even know what you're fighting about i remember we were fighting about not fighting because you were yelling at me and i don't remember i did something that upset you and <laughs> yeah. you were yelling i know at what me you for, did again we too. won't talk about that I, I do <laughs> and um you were yelling at me about it and i was just like i'm sorry andrea i'm sorry and you were like stop saying sorry it makes it seem like you don't care <laughs> like you were yelling at me for not fighting with 
I feel but, like and then yeah. the next morning it was funny because we woke up and we just like looked at each other and we're like, hey, we cool? Oh, yeah. It was always <laughs> and We're like, yeah, we're cool. <laughs> I think the one thing, this could be my answer with Steph. And I, I remember that night and I was getting angry at you because Steph is very much the type like you don't really like I confrontation, don't which yeah. I don't I don't either. But you're very much the type where you're like, eh, if I just say sorry, it'll be fine. I was like, no, you're not just going to say sorry. We're going to talk about this. And you're going to talk about the things you did wrong. <laughs> and that's why I was getting mad because you were like, ah, I, I said sorry. So it's fine. I'm like, it's not fine. <laughs> but that's not my um, logic. My logic is always like, because I always am genuinely sorry if I've upset someone. So sometimes I'm saying I'm genuinely sorry I upset you when people, when I'm not addressing like the action. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what it was. But I yeah. mean, again, like you said, the how many hours of drinking? Like we were at least I mean, 12 deep in. Oh, it was it was yeah. a lot. So, um, I mean, yeah, Steph, everyone always thinks Steph and I are like, oh, we get along. So Steph and I fight all the time. We're like sisters. Yeah. But yeah we get we over are. it real quick. Like we are. I fight with you just as much as I fight with my other sister or my other sister, my real sister. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we don't hold grudges, though. We get over it in like five minutes. Yeah. We're like, yeah, all right. And off we go. I think I pissed you off about two weeks ago. And then we just left it. We were both pissed. And then the next day, I was just like, it's time for some I love you memes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, guys, Steph and I are not perfect. And this is why (laughs) we do therapy couples cards. Yes. This is exactly why. Okay. (laughs) What's next? Go on to the next. Oh, here's... I, I would have to think about this one. What is a travel word or phrase... That people use that you just can't stand? Ooh, oh, I think there's a lot. I think we've talked about some of them in our travel snobbery episode. Oh, um, good point. But, okay, can I go first? Yeah, go. I hate when people use the word, and this is probably a lot of like travel bloggers, but real. Like, and they say like, yeah. I, I went to the real, I experienced the real Thailand, or I experienced the real... And that ties into the snobbery thing. It's like, all if you were in a country, again, I'm just using Thailand as an example because I feel like this is a, it's a good one. But everything is real there. It doesn't matter if you did the touristy <laughs> thing or off the beaten track, which is another. That's mine, actually. Uh, is it? Well, there you go. Off the beaten track. And I'm saying that in air quotes. Um, you didn't experience real or, well, you did experience real, but you experienced everything there was real. Yeah. Don't. Don't think that your experience was more real than someone else's just because they didn't go to like the hidden away temple that nobody goes to versus the touristy one. Yeah. I fucking hate that term. Real. <laughs> Who are you? It's all yeah. real. Mine's mine's off the beaten track for the same reason. Like every time someone's like how to travel, you know, Italy off the beaten track, my eyes roll immediately. I'm like, just oh, shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah, go, yeah. go to Italy or wherever it is and travel however you want to travel. And if you want to do unique things that are, here's the thing it's like, what's unique changes every year. Cause once people are doing it, it's not that unique anymore. So they're, they're like yeah. making new experiences to make people think it's off the beaten track. Everything's so contrived these days. So you might as well not even stress or thinking think about it. Just do what you want to do. Well, it's even like certain countries when people th- like I went to Sri Lanka a few years ago and I told someone I was going and they're like, oh, yeah, I went like 10 years ago before it was touristy. But I'm like, so what when you like so now it's 
it's touristy and so I shouldn't go? Like, has is it that much? It's probably better now, if anything. They, they probably got more money from tourists now. Tourism. So they probably put more money back into the country. So anyways, yeah, yeah fuck off. Like, everyone go <laughs> listen to our travel snobbery episode because there's a lot of you still out there. Mm, it's true. Okay, here we go. How do you handle it when your partner slash family friends don't approve of a travel decision you've made? I feel like you just don't tell them. <laughs> to be honest, I, 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 I'm very lucky where none of my family or friends have ever really disapproved with anything I've chosen to do or places I've gone to visit. I guess the only one that springs to mind is when we went to Egypt. Um, I had a few people that discouraged me from doing so and is more safety concerns which fair enough there was a isis car bomb (laughs) explosion the first night we got there um but i guess i don't know i'll listen to their concerns and i usually still do it anyways so yeah that's my exact (laughs) i I mean the only the only time i've had people say to me quite a bit like oh what do your parents think i'm like they are used to this like it wasn't like I just, same thing. I didn't just jump in and go to India when I'd never been anywhere. So because I, you know, kind of worked my way up into the different cultures and different, um, just different places around the world, by the time I was visiting places, no one was really concerned. The only place I've had where people were genuinely worried for my safety was when I did the all those months in the States. People were more concerned about yeah. me traveling alone through the United States than they were about me traveling anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Um, that's which I think point. that says a lot in itself. Yeah. The only other one that springs to mind is when I went to visit Jordan last year. No, year before. End of 2018. Mm-hmm. And people kind of said to me, because Jordan is right next to Syria, mm-hmm. that's what was going through people's minds where they're like, yeah. oh, are you sure you want to go there? And I'm like, it is not the same country. <laughs> like, Jordan is not under attack. Um, so again, I'll sort of listen to these people, but then if I have facts to back it up and why my decision is the right decision, I'll hit them back with the facts and yeah. teach them a little something. Because at least I feel like between you and I, stuff we at least do enough research most of the time to the <laughs> countries or places that we're visiting yeah. to see if it is safe to go. I mean, I'm not stupid. Yes, I'm spontaneous, but I'm not an idiot either. You know, I'm not going to book a flight to Syria right now. Or there's a lot of other countries that I wouldn't be flying to right well, I can't fly anyways. But that's I think the part that bothers me when people think like people think I'm stupid or I'm like an idiot for going to these places when actually it's like, no, I've done my research and here's here's the facts. Yeah. And I think most of the people who say things are people who've never been to the place they're exactly. concerned about. So that's why usually when people voice any level of concern, I'm like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, thanks. Bye, <laughs> little pat on the head. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your concern. Yeah, cheers. I'm going to get on my flight now. <laughs> um, okay, last one. Okay, well, here we we've go. got time for one more, yeah. Okay. What is a silly travel habit you have that you don't really tell people about? Something, Maybe something you do or... Um, 
or maybe that people just wouldn't realize. I know what mine is. You know this I co- about me. I collect magnets from every country I go to, which I know is super cheesy. But Steph, I, I think it. you do the same thing. Yeah, I have magnets. Every country and every state. Yeah, state. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't do states. I just usually, well, I do countries. But now that I've started like doubling up on places in countries, like I'll start getting like the city ones. But I don't know. I think it's like I never really tell people. And sometimes if I'm on holiday with people like I don't really know, I'll kind of like sneak away and go you buy, buy a magnet, a magnet so, on the dl like, yeah because i feel oh, like some boring. people would think i'm like a total nerd <laughs> but that one springs to mind that is not what i'm doing on the dl no no well i mean there's a lot of other things that we didn't talk about in this episode that i've done I'm on the kidding. dl um, i used to be exciting i don't know nothing really i mean i like if i'm generally like one of the first things i like to do is just find like a nice bar pub restaurant and just sit with like a glass of wine and people watch and I'll usually do that like the first night I'm somewhere just to kind of get a feel from it uh or a feel for the place I'm in maybe it's just that I've traveled and I just want to sit and have a a drink but you're probably just relaxing this is like a very normal (laughs) this is not a silly yeah I'm oh oh it's silly habits specifically yeah like something silly you do like a weird, quirky, like for me, and you know this about me, and a couple people do, but I will make drastic travel decisions about songs that I love. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, for example, I decided to drive through all those states originally because I love the song Lipstick by Kip Moore. And I was like, I want to go to every state he mentions in this song. Like, that was why I did that trip. And it was months of my life. And then on that trip, even... um like I, when I was driving through Tennessee, I originally wasn't going to stop in Tennessee because I'd already been in Nashville and a bunch of places. Mm-hmm. But I realized I was only an hour away from Chattanooga and Eric Church has a song called Chattanooga Lucy. Like I constantly make decisions and change my plans based on songs. Like for me, music is life. I work in music. And to me, songs are signs. <laughs> like okay. If there's a song and I can make a decision about it, it's a sign that I have to do it. I don't know any of these songs or singers that you're talking about. Well, you would have if we went to see our church in London, but. <laughs> oh, right. But it got yeah. canceled. <laughs> um, okay. I like that one. I don't yeah. have any silly habits like that. The only one that comes to mind is the magnets, which I think is silly, which is that's why so- I do it on the DL. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's such a normal thing to do. <laughs> is it? Oh, because I, I mean, besides you, I don't know anyone else that collects cheesy little magnets. Oh, actually, Ian does. Maybe it is totally normal and not silly at all, and I shouldn't be ashamed of it. <laughs> no, you I can't not. Think, I can't think of anything silly habits. I'm trying to think of something silly you do. Um, what, just in general? <laughs> like, really, we just, like, go places and drink wine. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, I mean, I guess some people might think that's really silly, the amount of wine I sometimes drink, but... <laughs> And well, to that, maybe we shall drink. Yes. Cheers. Oh, Steph, I feel like we got a lot out. I'm feeling better in this therapy session of not being able to travel right now. And I feel like these exercises are going to get me once we can travel again. I'm ready for it. Okay. And I feel really, I feel better about life just from laughing so much. And I'm really inspired to like now maybe start another podcast where people can tell their maybe their salacious stories that they don't want the world to know and tell them anonymously. That might be a good so we idea. We can we can tell our dirtbag stories and not be judged for it. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. thinking more like tell other people's, but sure. Well, we can maybe slip ours into there and say it was someone else. You wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, Sneaky. I love it. Let's do it. 
All right, we'll 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 start working on this. We've got loads of time right now, so podcast two point coming <laughs> to your airwaves soon. Twenty twenty. <laughs> I don't know. Do do do. All right. See you guys next week. See you next week. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.